Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we're visiting with our friends from the Relationship Safety Alliance. And with us today, Jill McKenzie, the Community Relations Manager, and Alex Dominguez, who is the Programs Manager. Ladies, welcome back to Community Focus. Hi. Thank you. Thank you you for having us here today. Uh, Cindy, our criminal justice advocate, intervention advocate, was planning to be here. However, her services were needed in court. So Jill agreed to join me as well. So thank you, Jill, too. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, So we are from Relationship Safety Alliance. We have two programs there. The Louise Liskey Shelter, which is a 24-hour domestic violence shelter and crisis line referral for anybody that is experiencing domestic violence. We also have the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. They offer supervised visits and exchanges 365 days a year. That's pretty So we just kind of want to touch on a few things going on within our agency. Uh, We recently had Family Fund Day. We we hosted Family Fund Day on August 13th at Gregory Park. We just want to say a thank you to all of our sponsors that helped make that event possible, such as Minnesota Federal Credit Union, the Child Protection Team, Sertoma, Brainerd Women of Today, Brainerd Community Action, Party Time Rental, uh, Colligan Water, and of course, WJJY. Thank you. Yeah. And how did the day go? <laughs> so it was a great day. Uh, we had several volunteers and several individuals that donated prizes for the event. Mm-hmm. So at our event, uh, the goal was to plan an event that allowed families to have an afternoon of fun while promoting healthy relationships. Cool. Yeah, like right? That. Yeah. yeah. So with that, we had 400 people attend. Wow. wow. Yeah, it That's was a, awesome. It was a great turnout. We were a little concerned about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> But the weather cooperated just fine for us. So kids played games. They were able to win a variety of prizes for themselves and their families. We had Ski's Petting Zoo, which allowed kids to get up close with different exotic animals. I think I saw some pictures from that. And we're not talking kitties and puppies here. No, No, we're talking kangaroos and llamas and mini ponies. And I think they even had a tiny little alligator, too. Yeah, it was crazy. It was cool. Neat. (laughs) Uh, Coco Moon came. They offered free Italian sodas to everybody that came. Uh, Krabby Dale's and MJ's Neighborhood Ice Cream Truck attended as well. We also had a few community agencies participate. That way families could get connected with local resources while they're having yeah. a fun afternoon. Sure. Yeah, so we're already planning next year. It's going to be at the same location, and it's going to be bigger and better. Love it. Great event. Sounds good. Yep. We, had, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. So what are you working on now? Well, coming up, of course, we have... Uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, which is in October. So we will be having our candlelight vigil on October 10th at 6.30 p.m. We have changed our location from the fishing dock down on the river to the new Lyman P. White Park right behind the high school. It's a beautiful venue, and we're super excited to be there. Um, We will be honoring that evening the lives that have been lost to domestic violence this past year. Mm-hmm. We've had nine domestic violence homicides just in July. Wow. Three of those just within our own area. Mm-hmm. And we've had 20 so far in Minnesota. Wow. Far too many. Far way, too many. Way too many. Um, we've already started planning our 2024 gala. We're going to have it at the NP Center next year. So please save the date. It will be Thursday, June 20th. Our premier sponsor will be Mike Higgins of the NP Center. That's yeah. awesome. Nice of him to do that. What else is going on with you guys at the uh, 
Relationship Safety Alliance. So we've been working on our programming and bringing in new things to both services to offer to the community. So we have sheriff deputies that are going to be coming into the shelter twice a month to read with kids as part of our Read with an Officer program. We've already got some kiddos that are really excited about this. We've also had several community partners starting to offer clinics within our shelter to help clients connect with their services. This has helped clients establish services faster and expand their support networks. Um, So we've got Lutheran Social Services, we are Crow Wing County Social Services, Ellie Therapy Services, and Legal Aid that are mm. currently coming to the shelter on a regular basis. We're hoping to expand that a little bit further and bring in some more community partners as well. Cool. And we just, again, want to thank these community partners for making this possible. We've also started partnering with the Crow Wing County Probation Services to facilitate the Nonviolence Men's Group. Oh, so this wow. is a way for our agency to actively work towards the prevention of domestic violence yeah. and help improve our community that way as well. Is that something new that you guys have been It doing? is something new that yeah. we've started within the last month. Okay. So we spent some time shadowing the class, learning the curriculum, attending trainings, and now we are helping facilitate the group as well. Wow, you guys are busy. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been very busy trying to grow our programming. Mm -hmm. And it's showing and it's paying off. The community does know about it. (laughs) It does. So we're so excited. We were recently voted the number one nonprofit organization in the Brainerd Lakes area. So we would love to thank everyone who voted for us. And our team at RSA is overwhelmed by the support that we are receiving from our community. So thank you so much. And how can people help out uh, the Relationship Safety Alliance at this point in the year? Yeah, so uh, there's several different ways to help us. Um, Kind of just touching on some of the funding barriers, I think, is a great way to highlight that. Mm. So we've had no increase in our funding for the last six years. It has steadily remained the same from the Office's Justice Program. Forget about inflation or anything, right? Exactly. So the grants we receive from the Office of Justice Programs only covers about 63% of our current budget. Um, Despite seeing an increase in cost to our programming, cost of living, and just overall expenses to continue both services. As well, we've seen an increase in the number of clients we've served each day. So the number of people we work with has rapidly increased during the the pandemic, and it continues to grow at a steady pace. We count on community support to help bridge those gaps in our funding. Some of the ways you can support us is when we do our fundraising events, like the gala, through private donations. Um, Overall, we are just grateful for the community support that we receive because that's what allows us to continue providing the services that we have. It's what allows us to fill that budgeting gap and to keep going each day. To that effect, if someone is listening and says, I I would like to make a contribution, Can they go to your website and find out how to do that or make it there or just stop by with a check? How does that work? Absolutely. All they need to do is go onto the website. They can donate from there. They can send us a check. We also have ongoing needs um, for volunteers. Mm -hmm. They can uh, apply online for that. We need child care, um, court accompaniment, front desk maintenance, Um, again, Check our website out for a full list of what we need. And, of course, with school coming up, we need school supplies. Yeah. Now, you guys just did Stuff a Bus yesterday. Yeah, well, we're, we're still we're going. We're still going. Okay. Yeah. Still going. Well, we have to stuff our shelves. Okay. So, <laughs> things, things like tissues, Sharpies, dry erase markers, Ziploc bags, wipes, anything. Um, mm-hmm. And, again, you can always call the shelter and ask us what our needs are because we're going to be, you know, if things will change throughout yeah. the year, so yeah. we'll just yeah right. get in touch right. with you, ask you what you what you need. And, yep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then just to piggyback, uh, 
as Alex was talking about our funding needs, just a few stats of what we have going on, the people that we serve. We serve over 400 residents. That means people staying at the shelter annually. Wow. Over 5,000 non-residents annually. Wow. And then at the Child Safety Center, we served almost 1,900 individuals, 564 of those being children. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Hoofda. Those numbers are staggering, and it just tells uh, our community that the need is there, and uh, so the help is greatly appreciated, whether it's uh, donations of money or the, the supplies that you need, or to volunteer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And in addition to the supplies that you mentioned, do you accept clothing and toys and stuff uh, for kids and for families that are staying at the shelter? Absolutely. So we can accept toys, clothing, any gently used item, as Mm -hmm. well as household items. Um, When somebody is moving out of the shelter, we like to help them get, you know, dishes and um, silverware, things to fill their home with. So because generally they're starting over from the beginning. And so we can Is bedding a yes or no? Bedding we can take. um, Anything that's clean, gently used um, Mm -hmm. that they can bring into their new homes with them as well. Good stuff. All right. I'm guessing maybe some pet supplies, too. We do. So, fun fact, we were the first shelter in the state of Minnesota to allow pets. So we do not want that to be a barrier for somebody coming into shelter. So we are always looking for donations for the pets as well, um, for cats, for dogs, or anything in between. (laughs) Well, thanks for doing that because a lot of folks rely on those animals. Not only they consider them family, but for for a lot of folks, that's a a calm in their life, you know. So that's cool that you do that. Yeah. All right. Any other needs that you can think of at this point? You can always call the shelter if you have a specific question about what to donate or if you have something you would like to donate. Uh, Again, staff are there 24-7 and happy to answer any questions related to domestic violence or donations or anything else. Okay. And, of course, the shelter is open 24-7. Yeah, we can stop by any time. And I know you serve a large area, too, don't Mm -hmm. you, geographically? We do. We cover... Cass, Crow Wing, Morrison, Todd, and Wadena counties. And those are that's just kind of our home base. Mm-hmm. We do not turn people away. Oh, hey, I'm up here from the cities. Nope, sorry, can't come in. Absolutely. Everybody is yeah. welcome at the Relationship Safety Alliance. And that was a part of our rebranding as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, men and women. Correct. Absolutely. Contact you. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. Well, ladies, you're doing a lot of good work in the community. We thank you for what you're doing, and uh, we thank you for being here today to talk about it, too. Thank you so much, and thank you for having us. The main thing that we see in domestic violence, and I can't say it enough, is please don't be silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say something. Yeah, absolutely. There's okay. help. That's the main thing. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, ladies, thank you again for being here today. Our guests, Jill McKenzie, Community Relations Manager with the Relationship Safety Alliance, and Alex Dominguez, who is the Programs Manager. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found anytime on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. Or listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.